The one uh, Amy and I have been watching is called uh, Black Mirror. And oh, I heard about that on Netflix. Yeah, like it's it's a very hit and miss show. Like some of the episodes are absolutely incredible, and others are absolute crap. But the, <laughs> the thing so with really, the show like, is, really is it, like it doesn't tie in from like it's all I think supposed to be in one shared universe kind of thing. But from episode to episode, it's each like individual short stories, like individual episodes or their own contained story. Uh, oh, kind of like Twilight Zone. Similar, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's not Twilight Zone because it's not you know there's. It doesn't have that twist ending kind of thing going on to it. It just tells its own right, short right. stories. But how, like, each episode is a different... Yeah. The first episode is just a... It, I don't know. The first episode felt like an episode of 24. Like... Okay. Yeah, okay. Like, really fucked up episode of 24, but an episode of 24. I'm not going to spoil anything, but... Oh, so it has nothing to do with, like, fucked up as in the, the show of 24. It just... The style of 24, but fucked up shit yeah. happening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't want to throw spoilers out on it, because I'm telling you to go watch it, but yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, because I've watched a whole bunch of 24, something like, what fucked up happened in 24 that would be sci-fi related and comparable to oh, no, no. Twilight Zone? <laughs> I was like, aliens never showed up in 24? What the f-? That would be fucking cool, though. Jack Bauer taking on some aliens? Let's make that. That would be weird. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking Dude, you about you put it. Jack Bauer in anything, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm saying, like, Jack Bauer's whole season of 24 based around Area 51. Oh, sold. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Why not? Hello and welcome to another episode of Brad Guy and his Super Friends, the podcast that gets more excited about the 30-second trailers released during the Super Bowl than the actual football game itself. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is Andy Stoles. Hey, what's up, podcast people? And Mike Bradley. I'm probably the only one of the three of us that not watch a single one of these live. <laughs> I what did were not you doing s- instead? I did not see them either. I was sleeping. Oh, okay. Andy has an excuse. I was um, silently protesting the Super Bowl while playing Destiny. <laughs> raiding. You were raiding. I don't know if I was or not. <laughs> probably. More often than not, you're raiding. I'm going to say you're raiding. No, you know, I was probably playing Trials of Osiris because everybody was watching the Super Bowl and you couldn't get a raid together. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping, like, all the good people that play that were watching the Super Bowl so I could maybe run through some people. Oh, uh, there's some strategy there for you. I no, it, you. it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so. They were probably thinking the same thing. That's why they all stayed. All They were all really good people. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Gamers are not a large Super Bowl contingent population. <laughs> Uh, so if you haven't figured it out for this episode, we'll be trying to move on from the Super Bowl and those bastard Patriots winning another trophy to mainly focus on the trailers that debuted during the Super Bowl. Uh, so the Super Bowl trailers we'll be talking about are the extended trailers that were released online 
after the game or during the game. You know, you watch the 30-second trailers, they say, check the extended trailer online. So that's what we looked up and watched. So there's not much more in the trailers. The ones on TV were about 30 seconds. The ones online are probably about twice that much. They're normally around a minute. So whether or not there's actually anything worthwhile in the extended, just giving you the heads up to make sure we're all on the same page. Those are the ones we watched. Uh, so we will be talking about Stranger Things Season 2, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Logan, Transformers The Last Night, and Fate of the Furious. Uh, and then a day or two ago, I guess now, uh, we also got a trailer for Iron Fist that wasn't part of the Rapid Fire Super Bowl TV spots, uh, but I think also deserves to be talked about. So we're going to cover all that stuff. If you haven't seen any of that stuff, you can find it on YouTube, or I did post all of these trailers on the Facebook page for the show. So if you want to specifically see what we're talking about, you can find them there, watch them, and then listen to the show. And we'll all be caught up and on the same page. First one up that I have the trailer to talk about is the Iron Fist one. So it really, we'll start with this one since it was the longest one out of all the trailers that we're going to talk about. Um, so this is the second trailer for Netflix, Iron Fist. This is the fourth Marvel Netflix show will be the last solo series before Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist team up for the Defender series. Uh, we talked about the first trailer before. I don't th- remember how long the first trailer was. It might have only been like a minute, minute and a half, I think, wasn't it? it was, yeah, it was, it was fairly short. Side. Yeah. And it was just kind of one little fight sequence. and Yeah, it was a lot of just like, you know, they did the final Defender Arrives title cards and stuff like that through it. You didn't mm-hmm. get too much about what the show was about, I don't think. So this one gives you a little bit more plot stuff, I guess. Yeah. But uh, what did you guys think of the trailer for Iron Fist? I, I liked it for the most part. Uh, I think it's cool that we get uh, Rosario Dawson in um, Yeah. In it. Uh, I think she's been in every single, every single yeah. season so far of any of the Defender single seasons. Or single At least for an episode, yeah, yeah, she gets she gets appearances. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, I was really curious to see if maybe they touched up his uh, dragon tattoo at all, but they didn't really give a good show of it on this trailer, I didn't think. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely showed more of his glowing yellow, orange? What is that? Fiery. Because you get a little bit of both there. Yeah. His fiery fist, that looked pretty damn cool. I was not a fan of the music that was playing in the background for it. It seemed to not fit real well to me. Yeah. Um, that seemed like it would be something more for a Luke Cage. Yeah, it was a little hip hoppy. Yeah, it just didn't seem to hit anything for me. Um, it, it, it was pretty cool though, seeing, um, I guess how he started training or, or that he was, in that uh, plane crash or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, with his with his parents and whatnot. So he is also a millionaire, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Rand was a very wealthy man. Okay. Does he bankroll the defenders? Is that what we should expect for this? Could be. That's quite possible. I didn't think of that See, until you said it, but. Gonna be like the Iron Man of the group? No, he's gonna be the Iron Fist of the group. Oh, uh-huh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh I should have saw that coming. <laughs> I, I mean, I think from what I saw, it's going to be interesting to see how much time they spend in Kunlun. Um, 
I also still, I think they're saving it, kind of the way they teased around with Daredevil's suit for so long. I think they're saving the mask in the full-on Iron Fist costume. The for, yellow and green? Yeah. I, I, I really think they're saving that for maybe like a season-ending reveal kind of thing, the way they did with Daredevil, or something along those lines. Because, to me, it's one of the coolest outfits out there, even though he doesn't have a shirt on. Just because, you know, the glowing tattoo would kind of wouldn't make sense to have a shirt on. Um, <laughs> but it's one, it's just one of the coolest looks out there. The mask is very cool. The whole damn thing, it just looks cool with the glowing fist. I don't know. And it's something I want to see. You know, like, it's... I want to see... They've been fairly cartoonish with their... Uh, costumes for a couple of characters, and they've been fairly reserved with, an, with say, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. They didn't really put them in costume except for a brief moment with Luke Cage. So, I'm hoping to see more of the same along the lines of what they did with Daredevil and Diamondback in Iron Fist's final costume. Yeah. Which we haven't got a hint of yet, really. Um... Which, I mean, if they're going to do it, I'm glad they haven't put it in the trailer. That's something I would rather them save for the show. Yes. I agree. So, yeah, I'm I'm hoping the omission does not mean they're not doing it. It just means that we're just, they're saving it. Yeah. yeah and it looks like it's going to be a different tone than the other Netflix series have felt like. At least for what seems like will be the first few episodes. It's, it feels like it's going to be a little bit more lighthearted than the others have been. The others have been slightly lighthearted at times. This looks like at the beginning, at least, it's going to be fairly lighthearted. Yeah. I'm hoping to get some sweet kung fu stuff, too. It looks like it looks that's like, coming. Yeah, it looks like that should be coming. Yeah, Based some of the, the fight little... scenes, they, they look like they're going to rival dare, Daredevil fight scenes. Yeah, I don't know if they have like, the one-take scenes in there, but... I feel like that's a staple. Like, they have to. Yeah, but when you start including the special effect things that they have to hit timing for with the Iron Fist that you don't have to with Daredevil. That's true. That's true. Yeah, go. I mean, I guess going back to, like, what Andy was saying with the glowing fist thing. Did you guys like that? Andy, you said you liked that? I did okay with the way that looked? Yeah. Mike, what do you think? I think... Does that... You buy that? Does that work for you? Well... I mean, in the in the comics and any canon that's out there, he does have that going on, kind of. And sometimes his fist just bursts into flame. Well, not that like you know that's unbelievable for the character. More like the effect, I guess. Like, how does the effect look to you? Do you well, that's why I was going to the get comic. At, Do you think that's good? And... Is that we don't know that that's the final effect because his oh, okay. you know his fist does burst into flame sometimes in the comic when he starts really going off. You know, like he combo or if you will um and we don't know if that's going to happen or not at some point here yeah. we simply know that his fist does glow whether or not when he gets really pissed off it bursts into flame and he goes full iron fist from the comics or not i think that's yeah, a yet that's to be seen saving saving with the reveal of the costume or something like that, that that's what i was thinking same idea saving the reveal yeah. It's All right. Possible, yeah, that'd be cool. But can't say for sure, really. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm kind of curious to know how they do that effect because I, I, I'd think it's really cool. I don't know if he's like just because it seems like when they're doing it in the in the like dark corridors when he's fighting somebody, like that doesn't seem like a CG effect. It looks like there's a real light there, and yet I don't like I don't know if he's just holding something really bright yellow, and then they filter in like the veins in his arm from the way his hand would light up. Like in the computer or something, I don't know. But it looked, it, I don't know. I don't know how they pulled off. It keeps throwing me for a loop because I'm like, that looks fucking real. But <laughs> they, I'm they can do it. amazing I, things I like with it. computer animated graphics. So yeah, because it looks like something's real, and then maybe they just kind of like it had to be filmed with something tangible there, and then they just kind of accentuate the rest. Yeah. Do you think he's just wearing like skin tight green, green screen? Oh, that yeah, uh, that could be Suit. maybe. Well, I'm thinking more like the like the lighting effect. Like you see the light reflecting from his hand, like even like on himself and like in the corridor around him. And I don't know if that's effect they can do straight in the computer, full on. I mean, they like can replicating... do it for video games. Yeah, but it's it's it blends in better when the rest of it is all like in the computer. If you have a okay. live action person standing there and you CG a complete part of his body, it your, your mind. You know, you get the like the uncanny valley type stuff. Like your mind can pick that apart and say, "Nope, that's fake." That's true. But none of this to me is like, "Holy crap, that's fake!" Like it all just blends seamlessly together, and I, I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, the effect itself, for judging it as an effect, is incredible. I, I agree. It, yeah. It's a very cool looking fist. Did it? Um... Did the fist kind of remind you guys? I'm just thinking of this now. Did the fist effect kind of remind you guys a little bit of um, Iron Man three with the um, extremists when they would start glowing? You could kind of see their veins before they exploded. A little yeah, bit. It does actually yeah. a little bit. The the color's different, and that'll throw you off. But it does have a similar feel to it. Yeah. So I wonder if they didn't just use similar techniques for that. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, that could be. If they did it three years ago in an Iron Man movie, they could do it now on a television show. Yeah. Yeah. That And I, it didn't really occur to me until Brian kind of like went into detail about it, but that, that seems pretty similar. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Maybe good... that moves, means that the Marvel television and Marvel TV are talking to each other again. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Either that or they all just go through the same effects house and they're like, we're saving time. Let's just use this again. Sure. Or maybe or maybe uh Marvel TV sent their office Black Widow to steal the plans for the uh premise from <laughs> <laughs> Marvel Marvel uh movie studio. Intramarvel <laughs> espionage. Yeah, we think it's all this political bullshit, but it's really just character spies that they pull out of the book and movies and they just send them off on missions. <laughs> it's dastardly. Uh do we do we think we'll get any more like any other cameos or crossovers besides Rosario Dawson? And I think, I think the trailer implies that that old lady from Daredevil's in here too. Old lady from Daredevil, the one that's like the 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 one of the gangs, one of the leader of the gangs. I can't. Oh, I, the, the the Asian yeah, lady. Asian lady. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She she was one of the leaders of the hand, wasn't she? Okay, I thought that's what it was. What she was in charge of, but I didn't want to say it and be wrong. Well, I'll take the this risk. Seems to. <laughs> This seems to kind of cross over a bit with like the Electra season two Daredevil stuff. Yeah. I think it was like, wasn't it confirmed 
or maybe I'm making this up. Maybe no, maybe I am do, doing misinformation here. But I thought that like Iron Fist and Danny Rand, the antagonist for this show, was supposed to be the Hand. I feel like I heard that too. Okay, but I mean Daredevil could... fighting that as well. So, well, I mean if they in it... Daredevil, if the Hand infests New York City, and Danny Rand comes back to New York City. Like, you could kind of figure that, you know, the hand has, you know, their hand in something that's related to Iron Fist, too. Hand, fist, which one wins? Yeah, no. There's just all <laughs> kinds of hand puns going on. Um, I, I would say I think that they may be setting up for some sort of epic defenders versus the hand battle at some point. That uh, yeah, we that may be. find out in the long term that the hand was behind everything that's gone on with the the defenders group okay um you know that they have even, their even kingpin stuff possibly hmm. i mean it 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 i i think it's possible that's one theory i have as to where they're going to go for defenders so but... you think uh, sigourney weaver will be like the head honcho hand person oh please tell me we get sigourney weaver doing some kung fu <laughs> I think you're more likely to get something closer to Ripley than Kung Fu, but uh, I, I don't think Sigourney Weaver's doing Kung Fu at her age at this point. She's got to be close to her 60s, I would guess. All the more reason it would blow your mind if she started doing something like that in the show. Oh, absolutely. Like, I want to see it, but I just... Like, we don't have to have her, like, jumping around and shit, but, like, maybe some really quick, like, hand-to-hand stuff. Like no kicks, maybe, just maybe punching. the iron fist throws a punch and she like just grabs it. And it's just like That'd be cool. no 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 and throws his hand down and sends him off and the legion of the hand, you know, closes back in between them. Yeah. I could I could see that. Even though we don't know who the hell she's playing, so Yeah, we don't have <laughs> Yeah, when we find out who she's playing, we'll have more to go on on as far as what to expect for the storyline, but I actually really hope they keep that reveal. Like we know she's in it. They can show her in the trailers, but don't confirm who she's playing until we see the show. That'd be nice. I may, so... I, I may actually try and keep that from myself. <laughs> like intentionally not watch trailers intentionally, not like leading into defenders. Cause that's going to be what, like fall, right? Uh, yeah, they traditionally do one like in the springish time, which is where Iron Fist is going to hit, and then they usually do one around what like September-ish. Yeah. So yeah, it could be September as early as September. Maybe we'll get Defenders. So if we talk about the Defenders trailer, you don't want to be on for that one if you're avoiding. I may avoid it. Yeah, I mean it'll have to get closer to the time. You know, like if I accidentally see something, then I'll just be like, ah, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, that happens with Facebook sometimes. You scroll through and it'll be like, oh, Sigourney Weaver confirmed as... And it'll be like... Oh. Yeah. Like, damn it. <laughs> so, if that happens, I'll watch the trailer and I'll happily discuss it. If not, I'm going to try and actually hold off on it. Fair enough. Um, I think I did... I think I proposed this question and I think we got sidetracked. Do we think there's going to be any other cameos besides Rosario, Rosario Dawson and the old uh, hand lady? Like, do we think, think we'll see Jessica Jones or Luke Cage or anybody appear in this episode, in this series? As far as I know, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones haven't, unless Mike theory, Mike's theory is correct, haven't fought the hand yet. 
Yeah, I don't think because both of those shows were very personal. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, season one um, of Daredevil was pretty personal too. Season two is when we really started getting the hand. Um, so I think if anything, you might get a foggy or even Daredevil himself, even if it's just as a uh, lawyer role. Oh, so you're looking at other people that have dealt with the hand that would show up in this show. Yeah. So uh, does Iron Fist in Hell's Kitchen as well, or is he just New York in general? Um, no, Iron, it, like, the, as far as I remember, Iron Fist kind of operates out of Manhattan. Okay. Um, Luke Cage is supposed to operate out of Harlem, and he is. And Jessica Jones is, in the comics at least, she's romantically involved with Luke Cage. Right. So they kind of operate out of Harlem together in Daredevil's Hell's Kitchen. So... Here, I'm not sure what route they're exactly going to take as far as that goes, because if they're supposed to exist in the same universe as the Avengers, the threat has to be something that is uh, not enough for the Avengers to care, I guess you could say. Because at what point is whatever threat they're tackling in New York irrelevant enough that Iron Man is just going to be like, meh, I'm not going to take part in this. I think that that would lend itself to the hand, right? Being like in the shadows, sneaky ninjas. You don't, I don't think the Avengers would take on ninjas. Um, depends on what, how powerful the leader of the ninjas is. Yeah. I mean, I guess if they're threatening like nuclear war somewhere, then maybe the Avengers will show up, but I don't see that big of a threat from the hand. Maybe. But I, yeah. I, I see your point, and I understand it. I'm just I'm trying to to justify why the Avengers wouldn't show up for that. Well, I mean, there's also the other possibility that what's taking place in New York at the time is going to run concurrent timeline wise to the Infinity War, where many of them are likely to be off the planet. Like yeah. many of the Avengers yeah, are likely to be else. elsewhere. You know, like yeah, dealing there could with be Thanos going on that we don't know about. Yeah. So of course that would shit the bed for any type of Infinity War crossover with the Netflix uh, characters. Anyone th- hoping to see Daredevil in Infinity War? Was that, that would kind of dash those hopes? No, no, no. It, th- those hopes are to me like it's like okay, are we going to see Daredevil? It's irrelevant if we see Daredevil in Infinity War. I feel like if there's going to be a movie where you're going to get the Netflix characters in it, that has to be the one that they're in. I can't see them being in another movie after that. I could see them having their own movie. I could see Heroes for Hire being a movie as opposed to a show. But see, I don't know why they wouldn't, why they'd take those characters that have been successful on Netflix and then give them a movie. Like, the only reason I could see them getting a movie is to cross over with the main MCU heroes. True. I I just don't... Like, to your point, if they did Heroes for Hire, I feel like that would just be another Netflix show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like if they do it, it will be. Okay, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I think that's the only chance you got in a movie. Because it, if they step up to the Avengers-level threat of Thanos, there's not a single one of them that can, you know, swipe a stick at Thanos other than Iron Fist. He's the only one that has any power level anywhere near capable of, of even stepping into the ring. Yeah, I'm not saying they'd stand a good chance. <laughs> but just... 
you know, from a fanboy perspective, just seeing them shoulder to shoulder with Iron Man or Captain America or someone like that. Like that, oh, yeah. that's something everybody wants to see. Yeah. I, I want to see Wolverine there too sense. and Beast. Well, yeah. Uh, I want my Avengers to be the true Avengers. If we're going to have a big team, I want them all. But I mean, between those two options, whether Netflix characters come over or Fox X-Men mutant characters come over, there's a better chance of Netflix characters coming over. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they haven't, they're always very coy, like whether or not those characters are going to show up. Everybody's answer is very non-committal. So, I don't, I don't expect it to happen. It would be a nice little fun surprise if it did happen. But, who knows. I'm sure they're going to reside in the Netflix world and that's going to be the end of it. I could see a cameo of some sort for Matt Murdock and Foggy. And something along the lines of, like, Foggy saying to him at some point, like, shouldn't you be getting involved in that? And he'd just be like, I'd be useless. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, I don't know, like a short clip of them walking down the street discussing what was happening. And he'd be like, yeah. I, I can't help those guys. They have a god. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I think it's more likely, and my fingers are crossing more, I think, for this. Because I think it might be, maybe it'd be cooler than seeing them toe-to-toe or... Not toe-to-toe, shoulder-to-shoulder with the Avengers, but having the Netflix guys show up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or vice versa. That could be cool. I think I think that could be more likely. Just yeah. have Coulson show up somewhere in somebody's show. Like, that would blow my mind now. And I, I think Because he literally type. has an iron fist. <laughs> 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 You're full of them tonight, aren't you? <laughs> I'm full of something. <laughs> I think it'd be cool if he showed up. You know, yeah, like definitely. it, like it, I, I feel like Luke Cage wouldn't be enough to garner his interest, but perhaps the Iron Fist would be enough to pop on Coulson Fury's radar as somebody that, like, we might want to pay attention to this guy. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that sucks is like, well, not sucks, but the TV show Shield is becoming more of like a globe-trotting organization and not just based in one city. If they were based in New York, I could see them paying attention to these guys a little bit more. Right. But since they have other other worldly threats and other stuff going on that uh well, aren't yeah, they, they, I mean aren't the Globetrotters? If you're watching the show, they got their own problem. What? Aren't the Globetrotters from Harlem? <laughs> Man. <Zing! laughs> All right, moving away from Iron Fist <laughs> because <laughs> There's too much material there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alright, so segueing from one Netflix series to another, uh, one of the trailers that we did get during the Super Bowl was probably my personal favorite of the trailers that we got. was for Stranger Things Season 2. And the trailer that was shown announced their released window for when Season 2 will hit, which is Halloween. Um... And I know Andy watched Stranger Things because him and I did the the podcast on it. Mike, did you watch season one of Stranger Things? Yes. Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure we're not, like, spoiling anything for you or anything like that. So, since all of us have watched season one of Stranger Things, I think which we can all vouch for as being a fucking awesome show. Agreed. Uh, What did you guys think for the trailer for season two? I wanted more. Yeah, I wanted (laughs) more, too, because it didn't... It gave us very quick snippets of... Things that I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So it did it, its job, though. Yeah, it, it teased uh, you. You're yeah. speculating, and you want more. Uh, That's yeah. what the trailer is supposed to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we know we got a big, goofy-looking, spidery thing. And yeah, it'll probably be in the that? upside down of some sort, I'm sure. That was the thing that caught my attention. Whatever the hell that big monster thing is, I was, that kind of blew my mind. And it was that the, the oh, I can't remember his name, the boy at the end that looked like he kind of went in, like the thing came out of his nose. I wonder if we should put spoilers, spoiler warning out for Stranger Things Season 1 before we talk about this. Oh, yeah, I just spoiled some stuff. Well, you didn't get too specific. Thing so come out of somebody's nose isn't really a spoiler. Yeah. So we, we might be okay. All right, so real quick, I'm just going to throw out, if you haven't seen Stranger Things Season 1, I'm gonna th- we'll throw out the spoiler alert now. We're going to speculate on Season 2, which may refer to spoilers for Season 1. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to you in a little bit. Uh, spoilers for season one of Stranger Things. Wee wee spoiler. Wee wee spoiler. You know something like that. Okay, so if you're still with us, you've watched season one of Stranger Things, and we're gonna we're, Andy can continue his train of thought. So con- continue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was his name? Will. Will. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like he was the one that opened the door to see the spider thing. So maybe he's somehow has a pass to the upside down. Well, that's what you were theorizing about when we reviewed season one, right? You yeah. think that he could, like, sort of switch between the Upside Down and the real world, like, pretty easily, I guess. So maybe he just went under and, and that's what he saw? Yeah, or or maybe it, it, if it's not something that he can do on command, it's something that keeps happening to him, maybe when he gets worried or, you know, like, um, upset or something, he'll, he'll kind of just transition to the Upside Down. Right. Well, I did take a couple screenshots from the trailer. I, I took three shots. I put them up on the Facebook page right after that night because I was, I was geeking out on the trailer and watching it a couple times. <laughs> um, so I took one, sh- one shot that looks like it's a, from a security monitor, which I'm guessing is maybe some sort of mental institution. Will is strapped to a bed, which looks like Winota Ryder's on his right and maybe some sort of doctor therapist on his left. So I don't know if maybe he's like freaking out, like you were saying, about what he's seeing and they think he's crazy. So they take him somewhere to either experiment or check his sanity, just speculating. Um, and then one I took is the drawing of the huge spider monster thing. And then the other is the shot that we see of the spider monster thing on the horizon with the right there, the red tint behind him, which was a fucking cool shot. So I don't know. And then like the trailer even says, I think that the the. I think the titles in the trailer say the world will be turning upside down or something like that, right? Something like that, yeah. I think that you, you watched so, it more times than me, so, yeah. <laughs> to me, that implies that the upside down is crossing over into the real world, not that our, not that the characters are going into the upside down. Okay. Just the way that was worded is the way I interpreted it. So, so it's not like everybody going out, like going into the upside down to find Eleven. It's almost like the Upside Down is bleeding over into the real world because of what they did in Season 1. That would be interesting. So, yeah, whether or not that happens or anything. But, yeah, that's sort of where I'm, where I'm going with that. And I st- That monster thing, I don't know what the fuck it is. It looks awesome, and I'm, I'm scared for it at the same time. I, I have an interesting crossover potential here. Because I finally did watch The Arrival. Um, oh. <laughs> and the similarity there... It's definitely there between that thing yeah. and the the monster and the arrival is definitely there. There are the aliens. I think that and the was arrival. what Josh pointed out. I think Josh pointed that out on the, on the Facebook page whenever I was putting the pictures up. Oh, okay. It, it was just like 
I, when I first saw it, I was like, were they getting away with that? <laughs> <laughs> like, but at the same time, it, yeah, it looks enormous, which is also cool. Right. Yeah. yeah like, it's not just some man sized thing like last season. It's going to be this ginormous, ridiculous thing. And what is it? Yeah, I mean, think, now everybody. Like, how are like, they going to hide that? Yeah. Like, you can't explain that away. It's just like, oh, it was a freak weather accident. Uh, weather balloon came down. Like, there was a big fucking spider hand monster thing walking <laughs> around the town. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's going to be... Like that, like, that alone made me excited for season two. Like, what the yeah. hell is that? I want to find out. Now I have to watch. Yeah. I'd also like to note, um, what's the kid's name that's in the Ghostbusters costume? I just freaking love seeing the Ghostbusters costume that I wore as a kid. Like, yeah, they were all of the Ghostbusters costumes. Oh, okay. I did, I just noticed the one kid with the curly hair. The the one with the lisp oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I can't remember characters' names now either. Shit. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. It 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 just reminded me like it's like wow th- this is why like these eighties movie or television shows like this. That, that's part of it. Like, the nostalgia associated with seeing kids dressed up that way is like, one, where did you find that? Two, <laughs> I remember having that exact thing and the proton pack and all, and it's like, that's another reason yeah, the show's great. The proton packs look like homemade, like, vacuum cleaner proton packs, which was great. Yeah. That's what everybody had. I mean, you know, like, rich kids' parents, or rich parents' kids, you know, they, they may have had, like, the ones you could buy at the store that were a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, but everybody else had to kind of make do with a vacuum hose. Um, The kid's name is Dustin, by the way. Dustin. Okay. I looked it up. Yeah, they could fill out the whole Ghostbusters team because they had Mike. Mike was dressed up. Dustin was dressed up. uh, Will was dressed up. And then they have Lucas, who would be the Winston Zetmore of the team. Yeah. What do you say? Perfectly. <laughs> because he's the black guy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I- I'm telling you now, he's wearing the Egon. Uniform. It's going to say Egon on his piece. I'm telling you now. Just... And people are going to be like, you can't have a black Egon. And people are going to get pissed off just like they do about female Thor and Wolverine. And no, you know, like just because of a name on a costume. Meanwhile, if they look close, they would probably all say Egon or something. And... <laughs> Everyone wants to be Egon. Who doesn't want to be Egon? <laughs> I was always a Ray guy myself. I was actually a Vankman guy, but. That was, you know, Egon had the coolest name. That's true, yeah. Although Vankman's pretty cool. Yeah, but he was Peter, you know, it was like... Yeah, the Vankman's first name's cool. not good, but the the last name's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, but Egon Spangler, man, how, I mean... <laughs> come on. Uh, so I'm guessing with... And it's... I'm sort of piecing it together from the trailer, too, since they're all in Ghostbusters costumes and it's releasing on Halloween. Season 2 must take place on Halloween, right? Part of it, at least. Yeah. Because it seems like they they might be trick or treating or going to school in costume or something like that. So I wonder if that will or, play any type of significance into the story. Or they're going to the premiere of Ghostbusters too, <laughs> or you know something like that. Depending on, well, timeline wise, I don't know if that'll work. Well, depending on when it takes place, I don't know when the first one. If they gave an actual specific year when season one was, I don't recall whether they did or not. It would have been something that would have like two is popped 89. up. Yeah, it, it would have been something that, like, popped up in the first episode, like, you know, thrown a date at you. Yeah. If, I know, if they I know did the it. the release date for Ghostbusters 1 was 84, 
and then Ghostbusters 2 was five years later in 89. Yeah. So depending on when that takes place, I don't know if Ghostbusters 2 would be out yet. Well, it's definitely sometime in between the two then. Yeah, because, that's my thought. you know, for them to have the costumes and stuff already marketed and whatnot, it would have to be in the middle there somewhere. Probably shortly Late 84, after. sometime 85 is what I'm guessing. Yeah. Like right after that movie came out. Yeah, I'd say that's a good guess. Um, again, there wasn't too much to dig into. It's only a 30-second trailer. Uh, we don't get a shot of Eleven at all. We just... Yeah, is we it do. her? I thought... Like, the the eyes to me looked like Mike's, not Eleven's. No, I thought that was Eleven. Okay. I'd have to I mean, watch it again there's... to have an opinion here. Yeah, I don't know if there's a way to confirm, but... Because is, isn't it, wasn't it her screaming when he says Eleven? He, you can hear him saying Eleven, but then you see her eyes and her screaming. Yeah, I, I think it was Mike screaming for Eleven, but I thought it was him sort of like waking you up see from her... a dream or something. Maybe, but maybe I was wrong. Maybe that is him. No, he says Eleven, and then you, then I swear he says Eleven in the background, and then you see her and her screaming. Okay, then maybe I did miss that one. If that's in there. <laughs> I didn't take screenshots of that one, so I can't be sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if there's too much more we can dig into with this one. Do you guys have anything else to add for this? I'd rather it came out next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, so we'll move on to... What do I have next? Pirates of the Caribbean. So, I don't remember if we talked about the first trailer for Pirates, because I don't think it showed too much for the first trailer for that movie. It was like it was a teaser, Yeah. which I think showed uh, the bad guy, the Javier... I don't know how you say his name. Javier, Javier Bardem. 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 Yeah. Showed his character on a boat talking to someone, and that was pretty much all the trailer was. There wasn't too much to go on. So the extended Super Bowl spot for Dead Men Tell No Tales actually showed a little bit more. Because they don't get plot details. Uh, but we get a little bit more of the bad guy. We get a little bit more of, I guess, like new characters. Yeah. Like there was one shot of Orlando Bloom. Yep. And there was... Johnny Depp's Captain Jack shows up at the end for a little bit, but in between all that stuff, there's a bunch of people that I have no idea who they are. Well, Jeffrey Rush, too. Well, you get Barbara. Oh, that's true, that's well. true. We do get yeah. him. He didn't really do anything but stand there with a goofy look on his face in the trailer, but. <laughs> yeah, so I guess they're bringing. Alright, so they're bringing some people back, yeah. Yeah, it's, it seems like Kira Knightley was the only one really missing that wasn't killed off before. Yeah, do we of know the main if she's characters? in it? I don't know uh, if I want to look that up in IMDb just in case she is in it. Yeah. I I, maybe it would be one of those, like, surprise. Because I feel like if Orlando Bloom's in it, you almost have to have Kira Knightley, right? But you can't see her for ten years. Yeah, but that doesn't mean she can't be in the movie. True. Well, or they could just plan it where... Well, you can see her as long as she's on a boat, right? He can, or wait, he can only make land every ten years? I don't remember the... Yeah. He can only go on a land every 10 years, I thought. But as long as he's on a boat in the water, I would assume if she's on a boat, he could see her, right? it could be a loophole. I mean, he still has to be performing the duties. So, yeah, I don't think that the duties allow allot him time to just come up to the surface and see his sweetheart. (laughs) So do we think we're not going to get a lot of Orlando Bloom in this movie, then? Oh, no, I think we're going to get plenty. I would guess... Because he, he's he has the stuff growing on him now, in the what trailer. Is, he's right, 
He's the captain of the Flying Dutchman. To... Okay, so what? It, what? All these movies blur together to me. I can't remember half the shit that happened. He... At the end was. <laughs> He's Davy yeah, he Jones now. Takes over the role of Davy Jones. He has to escort the dead. Okay. Okay. So does he? So what the hell is Javier Bardem's character? Because he looks like a dead guy too. I think I'm thinking they are undead in some way. Like zombies or something. Because so, so that's what it kind of said. Like the dead have risen. Didn't it? I, I swear though, when in that first trailer, you saw Javier Bardem with a bunch of guys that looked like Davy Jones's crew. They had like you know, with all like the seashells and the crabs and all that shit. They looked similar, but I, I think they had a kind of different oily feel to them. Hmm. But I guess we're gonna have to wait and see. On yeah, it's on really kind of confusing me yeah. the more we're talking about this, like how it all ties together. I, I was thinking they were going the zombie-ish route, but it's possible that it could be, you know, a. Uh, a mutiny of Davy Jones's former crew. Oh, there you um, go. That, yeah, that's definitely a possibility, and that's why Orlando Bloom is in this movie is fighting to get his crew back. Yeah, maybe he maybe he escorted Javier Bardem, tried to escort him back to the other side, and Javier stole his ship and his crew, and left Davy Jones in the other side. Yeah, that actually would kind of make for an interesting story. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Captain Salazar is his name in this. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we don't, again, the trailer doesn't show anything plot-wise, just then, like, a couple quick shots of, like, look at what's happening. This looks cool. Oh, look, Orlando Bloom's back. Yeah, like, and, they, like, they do say it. something along the lines of, like, the dead is risen. The dead have risen, which yeah. could apply to what we were just saying as well. Yeah. So, I guess it, it's... It, that sounds like a plausible storyline for them to choose. Yeah. So does this make you? Uh, does this trailer make you more excited for the movie? Yeah. Same here. I went from yeah, eh, maybe to I now. Am... I'm definitely seeing it in the theater. <laughs> yeah. I'm very curious as to why Johnny Depp is completely covered in mud. It's Jack Sparrow. Who the hell knows? Yeah, I don't even think you have to answer a question <laughs> like that. Oh, that's true, because, I mean, what was it, episode three, Stranger Times, where he, no, was it two, where he starts singing, I've got a jar of dirt. Uh, uh that was two. That was the second one? Yeah, that was two, that was where two. he started, like, where he's leading the, uh, indigenous tribe, <laughs> like, he, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, starts, like, spicing himself, and, yeah, yeah it, it's Jack Sparrow, the, the way he gets in and out of situations, you just get the story later. I'm looking forward to finding out why he's covered in mud. Yeah. Who says that's mud? Maybe it's a bunch of shit. That's true. <laughs> it could be dung, yeah. He just got drunk and ended up in a toilet somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, anything else for this one? I don't know if there's too much more we can dig into. Uh, yeah, I think we're all sort of sold on this now. I, I'm with you guys. Really I don't cool. think I was. Do you think it'll have anything? To, wasn't didn't 
four end with like the black pearl in a bottle or something. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. remember anything about that movie besides a mermaid. I think I'd have to watch it again. I don't recall how that movie entirely ends. Because yeah, because didn't didn't Blackbeard keep like all the pirate ships he had plundered in these little like ship in a bottle things in his cabin? I honestly, Johnny Depp was trying to get the black pearl back in okay. the bottle. Okay. Yeah, now that's I, I can't familiar. confirm nor deny. I'd have to watch it again, but sounds right. Yeah, I remember it not being the best watch the first. Yeah, time. I feel like that movie did not do that well. Like, I think it still made a shit ton of money, but I don't think as far like compared to the other ones that it did very well. So I feel like they might be trying to write that one off. Like, you know, oh, one, two, three happened, and then oh, forget four. Look over here for five. Yeah, <laughs> kind of the way X Men did. Yeah. They're trying to retcon themselves, almost. Could be. I mean, it's one, I guess, they haven't said that, I don't think, but they may do it in the movie itself. So. Just, like, yeah, offhandedly mention what happened in 4, but it doesn't really have anything to do with the plot of the story. Yeah. Alright, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you guys. I, I was not really sold. The first trailer didn't really do too much for you. This extended spot, the minute long, minute and a half, whatever it was, this kind of starts to look cool for me, so... It has to be better than four, because I didn't really care for four. So, if I go in with, like, on Stranger Tides expectations, I think I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, Alright, so we'll move on to Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, Marvel gave us a Super Bowl spot for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, I guess it does, it does a pretty good job of keeping the plot secret. I don't think there's any really plot points in this one either. No. Um, we just get a couple cool other cool scenes and shots to talk about, and that's pretty much it. But yeah, did we get a glimpse of the antagonist though? Uh, I don't think I don't we even saw know if we ego. know who the antagonist is. My guess is the antagonist is Ego, but that's just a guess. We have a few characters that have been well. Who was the woman with the? Yeah, was it gold? Yeah, she gold was gold. Oh yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I'm not sure who that actually is. I was thinking maybe. Is one of the I mean, maybe Seems I don't know like who it. that character is supposed so to be. So does this? So does this trailer confirm Yondu and um, Nebula? As At least Yondu. At the very least, Yondu and probably Nebula as well. Because there's the end shot when Mantis gets hit with that fireball thing. Uh, like they're all out. standing there. That was. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. He's like, "Tried guys." <laughs> Drax is going to steal this movie. I'm, I think he might even be better than Baby Groot. I, it's going to be fun to watch the two of them try. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it, yeah. like the battle to steal the movie is going to be great. <laughs> Everything I've yeah. seen Drax in, in any of these trailers, I'm laughing hysterically at. Yeah. So if that keeps up over a two-hour movie, Drax all the way. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought they did a good job of picking the song, The, the Chain by mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I thought that was really good. Do you think that'll be on the soundtrack, or do you think they're using it just for the trailer? It it, it could be. It, it would probably. I don't. I'm not overly familiar with when that came out, but I would guess that that could probably be on his volume two mix that his mom gave him. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the soundtrack for this movie too. Yeah. See where all the music fits. Uh, and I think going along what Andy was saying, I think Yondu Nebula will probably join the team. It seems like Mantis joins up as two, right? 
It it does seem yeah. like it, yeah. So the the Guardians expands to what eight people? Yep. It it'll be interesting to see how they incorporate Nebula and Yondu onto the team, or why they decide yeah. to team up. Like, what is what is the thing they're fighting against that actually gets Nebula to work with them? Like Yondu, I can see it's simple, just yeah, yeah. offer profit in some way. You know, he's an easy character to turn to your favor. If money's there, he'll be interested. Nebula, yeah. however, did not seem like a character they set up to be turnable. Like, I feel like yeah. she would work against Gamora no matter what. Against any enemy. Except for perhaps Thanos. And we know they're not fighting Thanos. Yeah, I don't have an answer for you on that one. No, I, I mean, I, nobody does. Not till we see it, at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not even really too much to speculate on that either, because the again, the trailers don't show you too much, which is good. I'm not complaining about that. I'd rather them have it this way yeah. than the other way. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm with you. We're just gonna have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah, we without any plotted information to go off of. Do you want, or do you think we'll get like a story trailer? I hope not. Like I would imagine we'll get one more trailer between now and May. Yeah. I hope we do. So I don't know if that one will finally set up like what the story could be for this one. Give I, you some plot points. I feel like I just want them to kind of mash up this trailer into different, make it feel different. Because I don't want to have any more of the jokes spoiled. I don't want to have any of the story spoiled. But I know there's another trailer coming. Yeah. Yeah, so far I think this one and definitely the first teaser that they did. It was just shots of stuff. It's definitely like pushing the type of marketing where for people that don't know this movie is coming. It's just reminding people, hey, look, see all these characters you guys loved a couple years ago? Here they come again. Yeah. Which, at this point, that's really all they need, I think. Yeah, after the success of the last one. Just I... put a couple sweet shots together, put some, you know, put a good song choice over it, and just throw the title card up there, and we're good to go. Mm-hmm. Everybody will be there. Uh, you got any, guys got anything else to add for Guardians? Because I don't really know if there's anything else to pick apart or talk about in that one. Looks like Yondu is going to absolutely wreck a room full of guys with that arrow. I mean, I guess that's expected. We got a little bit of it in the first movie, so... Yeah. Looked like there was a lot more guys around him that had recently died from the arrow. <laughs> like, right there, like, when he calls it in, it's like, oh, that's gonna be cool. I think we talked about it the last time. What do you think of the the fin on his head? They're, they 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 gave him a full on fin instead of just like the little plate that was in his head in the first one. I didn't notice. Yeah, he has like the mohawk fin. Oh, I didn't even notice. Instead of just like a flat piece of paneling that was sort of there in the first one. That act, that, that slipped under my radar. I didn't notice it. I'll have to watch again and check that out. Yeah, you have to get back to us on that then. See what you think of the fin. I I'm, I kind of like it. I'm, I didn't, I wasn't really sure if I was sold at first, but I think it looks pretty cool. Um, all right, anything else for Guardians? No. All right, we are nope. moving right along here. Uh, I got Transformers next, so we want to talk some Transformers. Get a yeah. Sure. I wasn't even sure if I wanted to put this one in there, but it's because I feel like every time we talk about it, we just bash the crap out of it. <laughs> well, we'll keep it short and sweet then. Um, one thing we know is that. Anthony Hopkins is not going to be a Transformer. We got a shot of him as an actual person here. 
So that, to me, is a letdown. I actually wanted him to voice a Transformer. <laughs> um, but we know that's not happening now. Or maybe he's both. Um, who knows? <laughs> um, it's Transformers. They don't have to... Maybe his human form is something. his Transformer form. That's what I mean. That, that, that's what I meant by both. <laughs> is that he can transform into a human. Oh, okay, yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. I got you. Um... I pretty much ignored the rest of the trailer. I like I tried to watch it and care, but it was just like, you know, it's going to be Transformers just bashing each other around during the trailer and nothing relevant going on. So, I picked up on the this Anthony Hopkins thing and just kind of said, eh. It still doesn't give you plot stuff. Like, we don't know what the hell the plot of this is. It shows a lot of big things looks... exploding, which I guess is fine for a Michael Bay movie. I feel like it did do, like, some of the shots in the, tra- in the trailer... Like, scale and spectacle are done very, very well. And that's kind of enough for me, I think. Like, I'm a little bit more intrigued on the movie now, just from some of those shots looking just fucking epic. I'm sure the story will fucking suck. Yeah. I'll probably I'll walk out of that movie saying, why did I sit down and watch this? But for right now, I'm kind of like, I think I might watch it at some point. Hmm. Which is more than what I felt before going in. It it sounds like Optimus is going to betray them. Mm-hmm. Or be possessed in some way. Yeah. But it, this 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 trailer didn't show the um, medieval aspect to it. The first trailer did have like a it started out in like medieval times yeah. or something, if I recall, with like horses and fire and, and possibly a dragon, which might have been a transformer. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be so, like set in medieval times. I, I think that's more like a flashback, like setting up the story to see how it ties into modern day of some kind. Yeah, if it's a flashback, why do they show it in the trailer though? I don't. I'm not. I'm. I'm not understanding it. Because they show that, and then they show real quick like Nazi Germany in that first trailer too. Oh, did they? There's definitely a Nazi symbol somewhere in that first trailer. Yeah. Um. I, the best advice I can give you is don't try and pick apart Transformers storylines. <laughs> um. And just enjoy the spectacle of the cool scenes that'll happen. And try and tune out for when they actually talk. Um, at least that's what I tend to do. Is like, oh, cool, look, Optimus is fighting again. I can pay attention and watch the fight. <laughs> and because I tried paying attention to the mo- the storylines in a couple of them, and it just kind of was. Uh, yeah, I feel like there's glaring plot holes in a lot of those. Like stupid decisions and stuff doesn't make sense. Why they end up where they do. I can't specifically think of anything off the top of my head just because I haven't watched any of those movies in a really, really long time. Why would you? I, I mean, yes, I mean, I have no reason to go back and watch well, them. I have watched all of them at least once. Right. That actually reminds me that we do have some precedent for Anthony Hopkins still possibly being a Transformer from the second movie. Right. With, yeah, that's where the, I was thinking it from. Yeah, like the girl that he's messing around with that turns into yeah. machine or something. Yeah. So there is precedent for sure. it that they can imitate humans. Yeah. So I, I maybe he will play the last knight, whatever that might be. Unless, of course, it's going to be Optimus again that is the last knight. Um, <laughs> Don't you know everything revolves around Optimus? Yeah, that's because they created two good characters, Megatron and Optimus, and the rest of them are just kind of there. <laughs> Sorry, Transformers <laughs> fans. Um, Mike and Eric are going to be angry at you. 
Well, probably not about these movies. I'm sure they hate these movies too. Actually, I know for a fact they both hate these movies too. But well, they're the Transformers fans. For so for Transformers lore, they might yell at you for saying Optimus and Megatron were the only two good ones. Okay. Expect a fight later. That's all I'm telling you. They can yell at me. <laughs> I know the storyline in. It's just it's not there for me. It just doesn't. The story of Transformers never grabbed me. The coolness of what the idea behind it always was able to grab me, but I never once gave a damn about the story. You talk about in like the cartoon and stuff, or just the movies? Both. Okay. Just trying to get a precedent here where you where you draw the line. Yeah. Uh, Andy, are you into these movies or cartoon at all? Um, I used to love the Transformers when I was younger, and I think the first Transformer movie is actually pretty solid, but, um, two, three, and four, or what yeah. the fuck is happening right now. Yeah, I'll give you that. The first so. one's pretty, pretty good. I think that's the one that holds up the best out of all of them. Yeah. Two is fucking terrible. Three drags on way too fucking much, and four is fucking terrible and drags on way too fucking much. Not to mention the letdown on the box. Oh, yeah, they hyped them up in the trailer so bad, and you get them for ten minutes in the movie. Yeah. If. Yeah, so we'll see if... I wonder if they're going to pop up in this one. If they'll try to do right by them in this one. Doubtful. Yeah, I don't... I'm just spitballing here. Do, um, I don't know, depending on how good you guys watch the trailer, do we get more confirmation or less confirmation that Unicron is in this one? I don't think any more or less. Oh, yeah. Because there are definitely some big-ass stuff that's happened, like there's one shot of Earth with, like, three or four big-ass things, like, dragging across it. Yeah. There's one shot that almost looks like a really, really big hand, maybe? Like, trying to grab something off the ground? There was some times where I was wondering what the hell I was looking at. And... Yeah, I got that a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna... Yeah. And I don't know if it's just because we're looking at it, like, from human perspective, and it's just that fucking big that we can't see the big picture. Yeah, like, we're not getting the zoomed-out thing that they'll eventually give you of whatever's happening. Right, right. So, I don't know. Either way, like I said, I think the the uh, initial trailers and all the beginning stuff didn't really catch my attention. I was writing it off as another Transformers movie. I'm still kind of doing that, but some of the stuff in this trailer looked intriguing enough to me, and I'm still kind of like, well, what the fuck is that? That I'm, I'm It's hooking me a little bit more? I'm not saying I'm going to see it in the theater, depending on what other trailers come out and if anything else looks cool in there, just visually, that I'd want to see in a theater. But I might have to give this a rent somewhere later in the year. Yeah, I always end up watching these. Like. I always end up watching them just for that reason. Like, oh, let's see the cool scenes now. It's finally, you know, even if I wait till it's free on Netflix or Hulu or something like that. Yeah. Part of me is like, I don't want to support these movies because I don't want them to make any more. Oh, that's, so I, like, that's a I try to refrain from going. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if my five to ten dollars is going to do anything one way or the other, whether it, I spend that for the movie or not. It makes too much money overseas. Oh yeah. So they can just pump them out, and even if they just distribute them to Asia, they'll make a profit. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's pretty much all I got for this one. You guys got anything else for Transformers? I'm still intrigued by the prospect that it could be something medieval because the 
title is called The First Night, but I'm also very disillusioned by the trailer so far because it doesn't seem to be that case. There was rumors, and I think we talked about it at one point, that there's something in the rumor mill or announced with articles tying to The Last Night that it was going to be somehow about King Arthur. Yeah. So I don't know, like, if they cast someone as King Arthur, you feel like that has to have some sort of weight in the movie? Like, I don't think it's a flashback they can just, like, show and be like, okay, moving on, present day. Maybe that's who Anthony Hopkins is. King Arthur. Sure. Sold. I'm there. <laughs> I, I'm sold on Anthony Hopkins playing King Arthur, but I don't know about Anthony Hopkins playing King Arthur in a Transformers movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't hold as much weight as the first statement, but it's still enough that it, it could, like... If Anthony Hopkins is fucking King Arthur, they gotta give him something awesome to do. I don't think you cast that and just let him walk around and say things, and then that's it. No. But he can voice over anything and make it seem cool. <laughs> so he just he's just gonna fill everyone in on the backstory. He's gonna be there to narrate, and that's his only job. Would you not watch that movie? <laughs> I, point taken. Point taken. Uh, yeah, anything else? Good. Moving on. Um, all right, so we'll move on to Fate of the Furious, which didn't really... I th I feel like this is the trailer that showed maybe the least amount of new stuff to me. I don't think there was too much new in this one. We still don't get any more reason plot-wise why Dom is turning on people. No, it, di it didn't give you any reason. I didn't realize Kurt Russell was in this. Oh, did you not see uh, Furious 7? Fuck no. <laughs> Do you, have you watched any of these movies? I watched up until Fast Five. Okay. Okay. And six and seven. Like, six is pretty good. Seven, was, seven's okay. I was like, "What the fuck? I'm not gonna watch this anymore." I definitely like six better than seven. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so you're not you don't care for Fast Eight, Furious Eight, whatever they're Fate of the Furious. Dude, they're they're driving a fucking submarine. <laughs> Somebody is. I'm pretty sure it's Charlize Theron. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, so, anymore, no, you so just no, watch I'm, these movies I'm to see what kind of crazy shit they do. It's a fucking submarine. Why are... Oh, God. What the fuck? <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I, I actually didn't. agree with him on that one. <laughs> like, oh, they're driving these cars along, I don't know, whatever ocean or they're on sea, whatever, that's frozen over, and the submarine's breaking the ice coming along, and come on. Yes, please. It's Thank getting a little you. ridiculous at that point. <laughs> now it's getting ridiculous. Well, they, yeah, they've had ridiculous, ridiculous before. before, but this is going too far with ridiculous. Yeah. Fast 7, I think, was the... like. Granted, the other ones did some ridiculous shit, but I think 7 was finally where I'm like, really? Now you you're crossing the line. Buildings? Uh, there was that, and I know there was some other shit that happened at the end of that movie, and now, for the life of me, I can't think... I think it had to do with a drone flying around the city at some point. And then The Rock doing some crazy, stupid shit. It's been a while. Oh, no, because Vin Diesel brings down a parking garage by, like, jumping on it or something. That happens at the end of the movie. He what? It's, like, all cracked up, and he, like, jumps on it or something or punches the ground, and it falls apart and, like, crushes uh, Jason Statham. Yeah. Okay. Well, I he's not dead, obviously, about. because he's in the trailer for this one. Correct, yeah. He doesn't kill him. They they pin him enough to arrest him and stuff like that, but 
Spoilers for Fast 7. Yeah, not going to see it. (laughs) (laughs) So do you plan on seeing this one or no? Not going to see it. Not even a rent? Nope. We'll let you know if it's a can't miss. Yeah. (laughs) Don't hold your breath. Do you go for the -the over-the-top action stuff or no? See, I like like the transporter and stuff like that, but this one just seems to be getting way too ridiculous. It's too over the top for over the top. Yeah. Uh, Mike, are you going to see this one in the theater? Or are you renting this one? Oh no, it's a rent. I haven't. The last one of these I saw in the theater was two. Oh, okay. So, so you're pretty far removed. Yeah, yeah. I I don't go see these in the theater. Um, you know, like they're fun movies to me. Like you know, I don't take them serious, but they they can be fun to see the crazy shit they're going to do and okay what you know ridiculous things next um so it, it can be fun in that sense but i i can't pay them to continue making them until 10 cuz I, yeah. I know that's their plan but i just can't encourage that behavior Vin Diesel realized that he has a way to get a steady paycheck now yeah so he's he's going to pump these out in triple x movies for the end of time well and also it, does Vin Diesel just turn into crossbones in this trailer at some point? It kind of looks like he does. Oh, uh, yeah, the full armored with the riot shield and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, it looks like he kind of goes crossbones. He's auditioning for another Marvel role. <laughs> He's like, well, this position just vacated. You could totally sub me in. <laughs> Put me in, coach. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I honestly, I, uh, I would not surprise me if he watched the Civil War movie and was like, you know what? That crossbones, <laughs> that, that crossbones outfit was pretty cool. I got to get that on in a movie. I like that. I'm taking that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm. I've seen all the movies in the theater. I will probably see this one in the theater. But I will admit, it's one of the ones you can't think about when you see it. You just go in, check your mind, like turn your mind off, and just watch things explode. Yeah. Like Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. The two. Of, yeah. The two of them would make a good double feature. Just turn your brain off for a while. Get a big bucket of popcorn. Just relax. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Uh, all right, I think we've done all we're going to do for Fate of the Furious. Uh, the last one I have on tap is Logan, which, of course, we talked about Logan last week for a tr- proper trailer. Um, so the trailer they showed for this one was titled Grace. And I guess because I guess they play like the Amazing Grace song in the background over the trailer. So this one's only about 30 seconds. There was another trailer that hit online that was titled You Know the Drill, which is about a minute long. We're going to be talking about the Grace trailer, the 30-second one. Since Logan is about a month away, I didn't really want to talk about the longer one. I haven't watched the minute-long one just for fear of spoilers or something in there. Um, but I just at least wanted to mention that that one's out there. If anybody wants, wants to watch it on your own, uh, it's called You Know the Drill It's for Logan, whatever that minute-long trailer entails, I, d- I don't know. But for the 30-second Grace trailer, I didn't really... See- this is another one. I don't think there was too much new stuff in here. Did anything stick out to you guys? No. I liked... It, it, it's no new information, but, you know, we've seen in every trailer so far the scene of Logan jumping through the trees down onto the guys fighting, you know, like shooting at him. And in yeah. this one, we get to see... Uh, X-23 take, like, a running jump off of his back into the battle and kill a couple of the guys. Yeah. We saw that in the last one, though, I thought. Yeah, I think that was in the last one, too. Oh. I didn't notice it in the last one. 
I think it's funny we see the same scenes in this trailer that we did in the last trailer, except this trailer for the one that was aired on television. There's no blood splatter. Right. And when you watch the trailer that we watched online, there's just blood going everywhere from him stabbing people. I just I always think it's funny how quickly they can take that effect out. And that's the difference between rated R and PG thirteen. Yeah, for the most part. There's the, watch PG thirteen movies. There's no blood. Spl- you don't see blood coming out of people. Right. Like when Wolverine stabs people in any X Men movie. Oh yeah. You can go into people. You might see blood splatter like on the wall behind them, but like him ripping through people, you don't see blood splashing from them. Right. Yeah. You're not going to see him disembowel somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, mean, I want to see that though. <laughs> oh, I want to see him just tear somebody to shreds. It's been long enough that we've waited to see the claws do what the claws do. <laughs> you know, like, we've seen them do it to, like, steel walls. Can we see that happen to a person? Can we see him just take one slice and cut somebody in three on their torso? <laughs> like, it would be fun to see. It'd be gruesome, yeah. but it'd be fun. But I, I think there was also something to note at the end of this one that I didn't notice at the end of any of the others, is that it very clearly and very loudly states at the end, rated R. Yeah. And the other ones that didn't do that, I think for the Super Bowl spot, they had to get that in there. Like, this is a superhero movie, but it's not for kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, they're, um, they're, now that they got the official rated R, they're putting that out in front of everything probably now. Because, you know, this is what people wanted. They wanted a rated R Wolverine movie. They're finally getting one, so they got to put that out front center. I don't think I remember seeing uh, Professor X writhing in pain in the other trailers. It seemed that we that we got that in this one. Yeah, I don't recall it from the other ones either. That's true. I don't think I remember that either. So that could be a new scene. Does that yeah. you think that uh, confirms or denies your theory of Professor X being a figment of Logan's imagination? Uh, or maybe that's Logan with Professor X as he's dying, like a flashback or something. And then, or how it opens I mean, the movie he, he, or something. Is Professor X powerful enough to? Well, they showed it in what X three that he was able to like move his mind after his body was destroyed, right? So if he's dying, can he just kind of like pop into Logan's head and he's like lives on through Logan? <laughs> That'd be interesting. He doesn't. He well, it is possible. They, they there is precedent for it in the X Men universe with uh, Psylocke, because um, you know her consciousness inhabits the woman's body that is the Psylocke that we know. But Betsy Braddock is not that woman, so it's there. It's possible. It is part of you know official X Men stuff. So maybe. But that's like comic wise, right? Because we don't have any yeah. indication of that in the movie in no, X Men no. Apocalypse when Psylocke's there. Yeah, we don't have anything in the movie. But as to like applying that to being just a figment in somebody's imagination and somebody's memories, I don't know because in every aspect that I've seen that in the comics, it's always been that they inhabit their body and control them too. They're not just there along for the ride. They're in control. So it's actually Professor X in Logan's mind making Logan do all these things and kill a bunch of people. Well, I th- I'm saying like that would be the implication. I think it could just be a flashback, personally, of some sort. But 
I don't know. It it does poke a little bit of holes in my theory there too. So do I kind we of felt think the same the, way. Do we think? I don't know if we touched on this before, but do we think all the mutants are gone because of the legacy virus? Refresh my memory. What's the legacy virus? Uh, isn't it created by Sinister? And it isn't it just made to eradicate mutants? Yeah. Is that the one Colossus cures by giving himself the antidote that needs to be sacrificed or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they think he's dead for a long time. Um, and I want to say it's Astonishing X-Men, like, number six, that they find him, and he's not actually dead, but they've been experimenting on him. Hmm. Oh, I did read that one, because that was one that was Joss Whedon wrote. Yeah, yeah, that was Joss Whedon and uh, Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, we have very few little hints of Sinister, so I don't know how much we'll get of Sinister in this one. Right. I feel like that would work if we've seen a lot of Sinister before. If they just mentioned this legacy virus without ever having any backstory on Sinister in the movies, then I don't know if that would work. The only way I could see that working is if in the next proper X-Men movie, you have Sinister as an antagonist making that virus so it all sort of connects together in the timeline. Yeah. I, I It's hard to say what the hell they're going to do, because they haven't exactly been the best at maintaining timelines and storylines fitting neatly together within timelines. Oh yeah, their timelines are all fucked up. So, it, I I I'm a I really enjoy setups and payoffs and when continuity and timeline do that correctly, I I eat that shit up. The X-Men continuity is so fucking jacked up and and screwed around and different things happening at different times and now the retcon of Days of Future Past fucked a bunch of stuff up. For the X-Men first class fucked a bunch of stuff up before that. Mm-hmm. Stuff that didn't match up and didn't make sense. Like, it's it's a like a, almost pretty big fucking pet peeve of mine that it doesn't work and plan the way... Like, if you're, if you're crafting these movies in the order that you're crafting them, you should know what came before. You should be able to match that up and not say, well, this happened in the one movie. I don't know if I really like that, so we're just going to sort of change it in this one. No one will notice. We notice. <laughs> this is what fanboys do. Like, we look for this kind of shit. End my rant. Go... Continue your your train of thought. I was just going to say, are we getting a... Like, are they going to screw the storyline up further? Or are we going to get a Logan post-Days of Future Past movie? Where he comes back from saving the future into a nice, pleasant future. And then this somehow happens after all of that. Or is this going to just completely screw with that, too? Yeah, I see. Because Days of Future Past technically made two timelines. Right. One that fed into X-Men Apocalypse and one that ends in Days of Future Past with, you know, Jean Grey being alive, Scott Summers being alive, and all that kind of stuff, being everybody back, right. happy ending type of thing. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Well, all right, so if, they, if we go with the theory that the legacy virus takes out the mutants, then I would think it has to spring from the first class Days of Future Past X-Men Apocalypse timeline. Right. Maybe that's it the has one that's to been do with sinister. Yeah, maybe that has to do with like the vials that they show in Apocalypse, where he has like all the different uh, samples of some of the mutants. Yeah, that was the blood samples he took. Yeah, we were assuming before that's how he like that was leading into him creating X twenty three. Yeah, yeah, because it's very clearly labeled Wolverine or something like that when he takes the vial. But it could also lead into him making Cable because we don't know who else is in that box and if he has. Scott Summers, maybe 
they don't have to have the kid for Cable to exist. They he could be a clone of some sort. Oh, that would be an interesting twist. Although, even though we're going to get Cable and Deadpool, I don't know if we can match that up anywhere in this X-Men timeline. Deadpool kind of exists on its own. Yeah, the Colossus isn't the same. The, the like, none of it's... He even makes fun of the damn storyline, like, so... Yeah. Deadpool's out in his so own I can't, realm. Yeah, I can't see Deadpool tying into, like, Mr. Sinister or anything if they did anything with Mr. Sinister. No, I wouldn't think so. If they, 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 but knowing them, they're gonna try. They're gonna want. <laughs> they're, they're, they're gonna want that Deadpool money involved somehow into their X Men movies. So. Oh yeah, especially if the X Men movies are starting to fail at the box office, and Deadpool is still bankable. Mm-hmm. How do you bring that? It's just like, uh, Sony and Spider Man. Spider Man's failing for them, so they give Spider Man to Marvel, which boosts Spider Man back up, and now Sony can do what they want with Spider Man. It's going to be the same thing with the X-Men. X-Men are failing. Deadpool comes in to help X-Men, you know, boost them up. And then now they're both bankable again. Yep. Oh, I bet you, like, if the second Deadpool movie does as good as the first, you're going to get an X-Force movie that's the Deadpool team. You know, the Psylocke, Deadpool, Archangel, uh, Phantom X, and Nightcrawler, and whoever the hell else was on that team. You're going to get that X-Force team. That could be cool. Oh, that would be incredible. <laughs> that would be that would be amazing. But it like the it would have to be the Deadpool's crushing the X-Men movies. Yeah. And they're like, "Okay, so we need an X-Men movie but with Deadpool in it." X-Force. That's the way to go, right? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh so I don't know if we ever really answered it. But I think it was your question, which timeline we think Logan's going to go from? Out of all the convoluted timelines we have. I'm just hoping he doesn't mess it up further. Oh, you think there could be like a third option and not one of those two? Yeah. I think they could, they they may put something in there that just completely screws it. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me either. Well, I mean, look what they did with Origins. Oh, like, God. <laughs> yeah, that's been retconned already, I think, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, who's to say we don't have another Wolverine movie that's going to have to get retconned afterwards? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much, like, again, as much as we care about the timelines, I don't think Fox does. So I think they're going to make whatever movie they want to make. Whether or not it matches up, they don't care. So I don't even know how much time we should spend on this, because I think we're going to be disappointed when the movie finally comes out. <laughs> like, it's, I, I guarantee you it'll make no mention of what happened before. And, like, they might refer to the mutants being gone, but I guarantee you there will be no explanation as to why the mutants are gone. We're just going to pick up on the story with Logan and X-23, and that's going to be it. That would be better, though. If they don't try and explain it, then they don't handcuff them into something for another movie that they have to make next in the X-Men franchise. True, yeah. So. That would be the safer play for them. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, alright, so we'll see how smart they are when Logan comes around. If it mentions anything from X-Men continuity... Or if they just kind of stand on their own and ignore it and let even us if they just, fill in the blanks on our own. Even if they just say the mutants are gone, that doesn't mean that they are dead, that they are no longer mutants. They could just be, I don't know, imprisoned somewhere. You know what I mean? They, they could be gone, but not forever. All right, so maybe this raises more questions than I thought. Well, we'll find out at what? Less than a month. Yeah, it's what, three weeks? 
March 3rd? That would be three weeks from tomorrow. So three weeks away, we get to find out what's going on with this Logan movie. And then we'll have to reconvene and talk about it. So you have that to look forward to, podcast audience. Our review of Logan in a couple weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whenever we get around to it. By the time this comes out, I don't know. Now now my math is all fucked up. I can't think <laughs> math-wise. Um, anything else for Logan? Or I think we'll probably wrap it up with that one. I've got nothing else. No, no. Andy? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, then the last question I'll leave us with is, what was your favorite Super Bowl TV spot trailer that we talked about? Uh, for me, Stranger Things. I'd say Iron Fist, but it wasn't Super Bowl. So, Stranger Things. Uh, yeah, I was going to negate that one. I would say it was Pirates for me. I, I wasn't I, sure if you were going to go Stranger Things or not. Yeah, Stranger Things was... I really want to see it, but I feel like it... it didn't give me enough for it to be my favorite trailer. Yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to say uh, Stranger Things for me, I think. But I will say Pirates, I think, going into that where I was, not really caring for that movie. And that trailer did enough to get me interested again in that movie. So that might be an honorable mention for me for a favorite. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, Stranger Things 2, they could have just popped up a thing that said Stranger Things 2, Halloween 2017. Yeah. <laughs> I was in. Yeah. <laughs> the Pirates yeah. movie did what it had to do to get me interested to watch it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It did its it job. Did, it, it did a pretty solid job, yeah. And it didn't really, as far as we know, give away any, you know, John Connor's the Terminator type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's safe. I think you know we all liked Guardians too, but I don't think Guardians showed enough. Uh, I mean, there was a little bit of new stuff, but it was more of the same. So there's nothing new to really latch on to to get you any more more excited for that. I don't think. Right. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way about that as I do about Stranger Things. It could just pop up, say Guardians two, show right. me the date. Yeah, I'm in. All right. Well, I think uh, that's where we'll wrap up our little rapid fire Super Bowl TV spot trailer thing, review, whatever we want to call it. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, you can please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, and be sure to share, subscribe, favorite the show, wherever you find us to listen. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. You can search Brygan and Super Friends on Facebook to find the page, or go to www.facebook.com slash Superfriends. Like the page, comment, leave us some stuff, we'll talk to you. That's what we do. And on behalf of Andy, Mike, and myself, Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.